When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DMBR Buffs podcast presented by Legal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations. Happy hour, 36 p.m. Every single day. Set Jake change. Set change. <laughs> we're, uh, we're right where it's happening, where it goes down, man, in the recruiting lounge. Jake Schwanitz, RK, Uncle Neely joining the show, man. So glad to have you on, man. We're really excited. Appreciate you taking the time today. Man, I could not imagine doing anything else right now but being with you guys. And that <laughs> opening you just did, I know that wasn't your first time doing it. <laughs> yes, like you nailed that. Done it quite a bit, yeah, yeah. man. And thanks for the set change. Hey, thanks thank for you. Thanks for coming to me. So Neely runs the place, apparently. <laughs> yeah. We walked in, I told him, nah, they don't really like us normal media just walking around in here. He's like, nah, you're with me. We're, you're good. I'm like, all right, let's go. So uh, that's how we ended up in here. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show man of course man i guess we just start with this and how's the transition been for you coming from jackson to colorado boulder so have you ever seen uh, that little dog that chases cars yes imagine catching it and it's like okay what do i do with it now <laughs> you know i got this bumper <laughs> i did not realize there was two tons attached to it and you know yeah. how do i do it and we've been you know drinking out of fire hydrant man uh, uh but it has been like a labor of love you know, there's something new every day. Uh, introducing, you know, Coach Prime, a lot of the coaches and personalities that he brought from Mississippi here with him, uh, and kind of just exposing people to what you're gonna get used to. Uh, and, and believe me, it's coming. Like when he says we coming, it's it's coming. Uh, it's hard to put into words what the transition has been like because I've seen what it's been like. I saw how he changed Jackson and Jackson State, and I could see that happening here. Uh, not only within the football building, but all the way out to the community as well. When you heard the Coach Prime to Colorado rumors, were you expecting to be sitting here a few months later? Uh, yes and no. You know, with our relationship, uh, I was not surprised he extended the invitation. Uh, but I will tell you, when I first started hearing the rumors, I didn't know if Colorado will be a reality just simply because of the weather. Like <laughs> this is a guy, Florida boy, as he'll tell you, but at Jackson State, if it was 45 degrees when practice was gonna start and it was gonna be 55 two hours later, he would move practice you know, two hours back because <laughs> uh, he just doesn't do the cold. Uh, but he took this this challenge and this responsibility on sight unseen, you know, never came experience of weather. Uh, as he says, God led him here and so, I wasn't surprised that he accepted it. But when it was in the rumor mill, I didn't have Colorado as number one just because of the weather or what I thought the weather was like. I uh, I sent out a tweet. I was standing down there, last game of the season. And uh, it, it was, what, like 60 
that day. And, you know, it was it was nice. Yeah, it was you know almost December. I sent out a tweet. I said I heard Coach Prime doesn't like the cold. Last game of the season, sixty degrees. Like, gotta come. Well, you know, I know a lot of folks in Colorado watch your show, and I know a lot of folks around the world watch your show. You got on a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You got on a hoodie. And it's 20-something today, but I, I tell people back home all is the time, it, it's a different 20. Yeah. Like, 25 in Colorado is like our 45. Oh, yeah. You know, and so you just don't need big coats or anything. You can walk around pretty easily here. Yeah, I mean, as long as you avoid the wind, which it's not, it's usually not windy. Yeah. When it does get windy, <laughs> that's when it's cold. <laughs> Other than that, and then... Amen. Because I got called in the wind one time, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> maybe it is really cold here. Yeah, the... Yesterday, I think, was the first day, though, where it was warm without needing to be sunny. Yeah. And that's when we know we're, we're home free. We're close. Yeah. It's about to heat up. And I was jealous because I was checking the weather leading up to my trip back out here, and I saw 63 and sunny. And then saw the next day, 23 and cloudy. It's like, <laughs> how did I miss it? But then the day so, after, we're back at the same oh, yeah, One thing about the weather here, it's going to change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, in the same day, you can leave... The hotel is 25 and lunchtime is 65 and then you go home it's back 25 like you're going to get all the temperatures in one day yeah I, I love it everyone's dad has said if you don't like the weather in colorado just wait 10 minutes <laughs> it's like a classic out here yeah that's a good da dad joke because right? it's, it's true <laughs> yeah, yeah did you spend time in colorado before you came here with coach prime i'd only been i only been here once before in my life mm -hmm. uh and now you know have, have been here too many times to count yeah but a lot of nights in colorado yeah uh, so my emergency to it uh, was with him. How is the transition going for you? You're still living in Jackson. You're coming out here. Like, what's the plan? What, how, how are things going? Going good. I'm ramping up, you know, as they would say in, in the military, you know, getting the logistics in order. So uh, December, January, February is doing about a week to 10 days. Uh, you know, April through the spring game, I'll be here about two weeks at a time. But by the time we get to July and August camp in the season, I mean, I'm here, you know, because it's, it's football season. It's yep. football time. As Coach Brett Bartolone would say, it's football time. <laughs> uh, so now we're just kind of coming out, getting content, you know, uh, learning the lay of the land, working with Coach Prime and his schedule. Uh, so it's really not a, you know, 31 days in a month need to be here. But this summer, we're going to be here. Have you had the opportunity to kind of soak in like what all of this means to the community here? So I, I was telling this to Darius yesterday, like we were down bad, like yeah. down bad, yeah. bad. Yeah. And overnight, like hope just came back. And from my experience, just seeing the community, like it's so cool to just see like you flip a switch and everyone's back in. The, the short answer to that is, is a yes, because I saw it in Jackson, you yep. know, and I see so much that's coming that the community does not realize it's coming yet. You know, like before you even get to the football season, it's going to be a very common thing to see celebrities walking down the street in Boulder because they're in town to see Coach Prime. Mm -hmm. And just frenzy is not even football stuff. Yeah. You know, like when it gets in the camp, you're going to have, you know, a Nick Newton or Warren Sapp show up or a T.O. show up. Uh, but just normal day to day behavior. You know, you're sitting at BJ's or something. And I think that's Denzel Washington. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he's in town 
just to, just to see his buddy Coach Prime. Because yeah. you know how it is when, when guys are in football mode, they can't move around as a lot, so a lot of his friends come see him. Uh, and so I think the community is in for a surprise of how the energy is going to change the closer we get to football season and how more and more folks will be here mm-hmm. and the economic impact of that. You know, there's not going to be a hotel room right. available. There's not going to be a seat at the bar available. Uh, you're going to sell out of T-shirts. You know, uh, if there's somebody out there with a daiquiri shop, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> make you a 21 ounce black and gold daiquiri. Like, you know, you got to embrace Coach Prime being here uh, because it's going to be it, it's the alien ship that they say landed in Roswell, New Mexico. It changed <laughs> Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. There's a guy selling coffee mugs. Right. Some million. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the alien. You haven't he seen it. He went to school there. Yeah. Uh, I Albuquerque. So you, Mexico, but you yeah. see like the driver. Oh, yeah. And so that's what you have here now. You like, you got a unicorn. Right. You know, you have someone that there's literally nobody else like him in the world. Mm-hmm. And he's now in Boulder. Mm-hmm. And the ripple effect of his presence, you can't calculate it. Uh, and that's all before we play a football game. Right. You know, you look at the spring game now. You got national champions. You got programs like Alabama. You know, you got, uh, uh, you know, people like LSU. But Colorado is the only spring game televised by ESPN. Mm-hmm. Why? Alabama's on at the same time. <laughs> and they're throwing them on ESPN+. Plus For a program that hasn't played a game under the new coach. Yep. That went 111 last year. 111 last year. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the prime effect. And you're just seeing the tip of the iceberg of it. I think you just broke a rule. I said no more 111. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, you know, I don't want to sit here. and You didn't ask. I don't want to sit here and make predictions. But this program is going to be exponentially better than years past mm-hmm. uh, because of him. Yep. His assistant coaches, uh, his support staff, the players he brings in, what he's going to demand out of the players that remained uh, from uh, past seasons uh, at the school is going to get better. It's going to get better fast. This is not like a rebuilding process. This is a now. And there's little things that I, I obviously expected, you know, the recruiting impact and things like that. But the closer you see and the more more you see, you just notice little things like you see those workouts, man. And like it's it, it sounds like you're unserious about it, but I'm totally serious. They work out differently. Man. Yeah, they do. Because they I do. think everyone feels that something's happening. Yeah. And if you aren't part of it, then you're getting left behind. Well, look who's look who is over it. You know, not only Deion Sanders at the top and all that he brings to the table. Mo Sims was at Georgia. Yep. You know, Georgia has won national championships with an S. Uh, they go to Jackson State and go two years back-to-back undefeated in conference and win conference championships with that strength and conditioning program. Yep. You know, so they're not, like, guessing. Like, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You're going to be better than you were last year. I want to know more about Uncle Neely, the man. All right. First off, where does the nickname Uncle Neely come from? Uh, Tolly Carr with HBCU Game Day. He, he, you know, and I fought it. I fought it. <laughs> like, I fought It's like, I'm not referring to myself as that. And he kept calling me that over and over, show after show, and then the comments just took over. Mm. And I said, you know what? Let me ride this wave, man. This, <laughs> it is, why ice skate uphill? <laughs> Let me just go with the flow. And so Uncle Neely it is. And, you know, in hip-hop culture, man, it's, it's a compliment, you know? Oh, yeah. When a guy is like older than you, but still cool. <laughs> so he's not like your dad, yeah. you know, with the dad jokes. He's right. like, yeah, I mean, that's that's the OG. That's Uncle. You know, yep. That's Uncle Neely. So players at Jackson State were calling me Uncle and Uncle Neely. And now players here are doing it. So I, I just ride with it. I love it. I love it. How did you end up here? 
What, what was the path? Did y'all see the movie The Jerk? If you haven't seen the movie The Jerk, go watch it. <laughs> because The Jerk opens up with Steve Martin, he says, and Steve Martin's a white guy. Mm-hmm. He opens up, he says, I was born a poor black child down in Mississippi. And then the movie rolls. <laughs> so, so when people ask me where something starts, I, mean, I was born in Mississippi. Like It started like literally with women's basketball. You know, I'm a huge basketball fan. I used to coach basketball. I worked with the women's basketball program at Jackson State. Uh, Coach Prime was coming in and they reached out. It's like, hey, we need an alum. They got a nose and lay the land to help players transition. And they said, I'll need to be a good guy, great guy. Like he's a friend of the program, support sports. You know, and we were just developing the pregame show as far as covering Jackson State Athletics. And these things just blended uh, in. Uh, and actually met Shadur before I met Coach Prime as far as a deeper conversation relationship. Took off from there. Uh, Coach Prime saw the product that we were doing. And, you know, because we had that spring COVID season uh, mm-hmm. that everybody kind of went through, just meandered. One week you got a game, one week you don't. So we were steady putting out content. Unbeknownst to me, he was watching. Mm-hmm. You know, because we do a live show during the game. We're pregame. Mm-hmm. So coaches don't see it. But he was watching it after the games. And he called me up out the blue and said, man, I see what you're doing. Uh, I want to put a stamp on it. I want to bring you inside so you can show a deeper meaningful look at how this program really operates. That was um, March, late March of 2021. And here we are mid-March of 2023, two years later, and we're in Colorado. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, obviously, we, you talked about it. You don't live here right now. What mm-hmm. is life like for you outside of Coach Prime, outside of Colorado right now? There is no life outside of Coach Prime. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> he called me the night before last. We're on the phone 45 minutes. Like, like you know, even when you're not here, you're here. Uh, you know, he is engaged and always want feedback and is giving assignments, uh, things to work on while you're not here, things to do that you have a to-do list when you get back as far as, uh, like, we're instituting some media training for the players, you know, so when they start doing their interviews. Uh, so there's always uh, something. But life life back at home, man, is still working on Deion Sanders' Coach Prime projects and, get, and getting content out. Uh, so when I'm here, much like his documentary that he did with uh, Amazon Prime, you know, you're filming all the time. Uh, and then you're putting it out kind of staggered. And because some of the material is not dated as far as what's being discussed, like you talk about the workout. Mm-hmm. You may see it on Tuesday, but it was filmed two Tuesdays ago. Right. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of stuff that we keep in-house that he just uses for in-house purposes because you don't want to give away the competitive advantage. You know, so some of the, the defensive staff meetings or offensive staff meetings right. we sit in on, we show you enough that you'll see what's being discussed, but you know, we, you're not going to see the play. <laughs> you're not going to see the coach drawing it out. And when we say this, it means that. Because you know, we got ball to play. Exactly. Uh, so there's this fine line of he wants us to show the world what we're doing, but also, all right, now you can't let him end up in the, in the coach staff meeting. And he right. just trusts you with that, right? Like he's not watching <laughs> he the videos before they go out. You know, here's the, here's the thing uh, that I, I loved about my growth with him. Once upon a time, when we were filming stuff in Jackson State's locker room, th- there was a, a rule from him, send it to me before you put it mm. out. And there would be an edit suggestion, because a lot of people forget, man, 14 years in the NFL, but that 14 years in broadcasting NFL Network. Oh, yeah. Like, he knows his stuff. Yeah. So he'll say, I'll change this angle. Next time, shoot it from this way. Like, he's immersed in it. So you find yourself submitting him things two years ago, and you go from 20 do difference, 15 do difference, (laughs) 5 do difference, 
then he finds that one thing just because he's going to find something mm-hmm. and then it's none and then you don't have to run it by him anymore mm-hmm. you know he like he trusts you you know you know what what you're doing you know what i expect you know what i want to how i want to look and feel run with it so now it's uh open season you know open doors like just you know i trust you it's yours do it love that you were a former player at jackson state weren't you no 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 they, they have this thing in college football uh it's a strange i don't know why but you have to have talent <laughs> they, yeah, they look they look for that and i was a little low on the talent oh, okay. you know so always just been like a supporter of jsu athletics you know my, my my grandmother literally was the dorm mom for the football dorm at jackson state mm. uh, my mother was over public relations for 25 years at jackson state so mm-hmm. i've always grown up in the athletic storytelling business yeah. uh, uh of of just college sports but mm-hmm. Other than taking a picture, never put a helmet on and hit somebody. <laughs> like, you got to have talent. Man. Yeah. I have one blessed with that. Well, we're in the same boat on that one, man. <laughs> um, what inspired you to get into content creation, though? You've only been doing this a few years, as you said. But. Yeah, you know, uh, it was it started off just as a hobby, you know, something you spend your personal time doing. Like, I don't miss football games. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't uh, miss out on a chance to, at the time, blog about it or, you know, these message boards. I'm dating yeah. myself where people just going back oh, about what they think, you know. And then that just evolved into video content and like I said we were doing it before coach prime to rival with Jackson State and so it kind of co- coincided you know these two things merged his presence and our in our content and when he's put his stamp on it mm-hmm. there's no looking back you know it's like I, I even told him once before and this is while you know we were at Jackson State season one or something I said you know man you could leave tomorrow and you could say I can't come with you but you can never take away what I've learned in video and content creating. Like this is a skill set that I had and developed and grew like under his tutelage, you know, because again, that 14 years in broadcasting, he knows what he's doing. This is the guy who was at the Super Bowl talking to Marshawn Lynch and got him to say, I'm just about that action boss. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he knows what he's doing. Uh, and so when people walk through this building and see him point to this, change this, change that light, I want this look, I want this feel. He's, he's way more than coach. I asked this to Darius yesterday, but I want to ask you as well. People that don't know Coach Prime and, you know, the people who I call haters say he's all about himself. And it's an odd thing to me because now that I've seen Coach Prime a little bit closer, I feel as though that couldn't be further from the truth. It, it is the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, like he is very much concerned about bringing people up. You know, uh, one of of the rubs in that is you're dealing with a guy who was the best ever at what he did. You know, it is without debate that he's the best cornerback to ever play college football, ever play pro football. It's debatable whether he's the best pro football player ever. He's always in people's top five or top three. Mm -hmm. The number one may flip for him, Jim Brown, you know, but he's always in the conversation. Most of us don't get to work with somebody like that on a day-to-day basis. Their standards are different. You know, he is a Hall of Famer for a reason. And when he doesn't see Hall of Fame effort out of you, you know, yeah. it's, it, you know, he, he just has a certain standard that's non-negotiable. But he really does use the light that's on him to shine it to other people. You know, and you won't see anybody around him that does not progress after being around him. I mean, we were 60 days in, and a coach from here is already with the Vikings. Yeah. 
Same thing happened to Jackson State. The strength and conditioning coach two months in went to the NFL. You know, you're going to see, and that's part of the storytelling I want to capture here, his coaching tree, which is still developing his roots, watch these branches in the next 10 years. Yeah. You know, you're going to see GAs on this staff, you know, be head coaches at mid-majors within a 10-year window uh, just because they worked in, worked in for him. And because It's because he puts the light that's on him on them. And so he's not about himself. He's about other people. And with Coach Hill, you know, I think a lot of people could have had an idea in their head that Coach Brown would be mad about that. Or, and you saw the video, you know, he's hugging him, he's loving on him, yeah. like excited for him. Yeah. And th- I feel like that there's a big difference there between. Huge difference. If I was to walk in that office right now, because he, he literally is right behind us, <laughs> and say, hey, I got a call. I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm going to Sports Center. You know, not only would he celebrate and say, let's do a video, unbeknownst to me, he called Sports Center and told him how good I was. Like, like he he wants the best for people around him. Uh, and you will see things that he will do for this program and this community that have nothing to do with winning a football game. Like, he changes the environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked a lot about Coach Prime and the staff. Yeah. Who is kind of your favorite coach on this staff to talk to? I mean, we've seen you do a lot of co- content with uh, Coach Pollock. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like you guys hit Man, there's there. so many personalities. You asked a good one to have. Uh, I, I tell you, I tell you who it is, and you don't see a lot of them. It's, it's going to be Dennis Thurman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dennis D.T. Thurman. He was defense coordinator at Jackson State, and uh, he's quality control here. But you're talking about a guy who played, uh, you know, Southern Cal and uh, played for the Cowboys. You know, uh, he is old school, and he has a story that goes along with all of his football life. You know. Uh, the tough part, though, is just getting him on the camera. I finally got him on the camera at Jackson State. We did like a 15-minute interview. He's like, all right, that's it, never again. <laughs> and just today at lunch, I was like, DT, I heard you telling stories about your time in L.A. with Bus Cook and his suite at the forum. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, like, I got to get on the camera. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> but his, when y'all get to know him, like he is, uh, he's a cool dude. He's got this Luke Gossett shaft vibe about him. <laughs> uh, I, he, he has the great stories. Of course, uh, of course, Coach Hart. Yeah. Um, and Pollock, they, they some, they're some good yarn spenders, man. <laughs> uh, and don't sleep on, on Coach Kelly from Alabama. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a lot of them. Yeah. He's got a lot of genuine stories, you know, from the Saban days in Florida State that he could tell you. Uh, and then I got to throw in Brewster, man. Coach my guy. Like he, <laughs> you don't have to give him notice. Mm-mm. Like, I can just pull the camera out and say, give me some brew. And he's going he's gonna to rant for five minutes, you know. And then when he cuts it off, he's like, how's that? It's like, just perfect. He's like, what are you talking about? You nailed it once again. Yeah. Yeah, so he, it's you can't miss. You know, you can't miss. Coach Kelly, I found it interesting that you brought him up because – He's such a good recruiter, but he doesn't do the Brewster thing. Like, no. when you see Brew, you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. He's so energetic. He walks yeah. into a room, he fires a kid up and says, come on, we're going to Colorado. And they're like, all right, yeah, you're right. I'm trying to figure out what it is about Coach Kelly like that. Makes I, him I, so- think that's, I think that's the beauty of this staff that Coach Prime has put together. You know, they are all alike in the sense that they're driven champions, but they got different approaches. You know, like you said, I mean, Brew and, and Kelly are like night and day. Yeah. But they're going to get the kid. 
mm-hmm. you know, with two totally different approaches. One walks in the room, you know he's in there. The other walks in, you got to look for him. Right. You know, it's like a silent assassin, <laughs> and you know, and a guy who like you know he's here. But but he's really Coach Prime has put together a staff of, of so much diversity, uh, and, and that's not just in race and age, but in, ph- in ph- philosophy and how they go about things, mm-hmm. and they learn how to navigate together. But uh, Coach Kelly is just as if not more effective than Coach Brew, but they have two totally different styles. It's pretty cool. Two totally different styles. I asked Darius this question yesterday, just about these recruiting weekends that happen here, mm-hmm. just how crazy they seem, just from your guys' videos. Yeah. Could you give us a little behind the scenes look or here's the story? Here's the beauty of it. Like you're seeing all of it. Yeah. Like there's nothing behind that. When it comes to those those visits, like you're getting it all. You know, there is, uh, it is energetic. You know, they bring the cars out for the photo yeah. shoots. Uh, what I love though, because I'm, I'm really a nuts and bolts football guy, is, you know, you, you're sitting down again with uh, Coach Kelly and uh, he's got Slusher in on a visit and he's literally breaking down plays of where he see he can be impact or better impact that he done it this way. Yeah. You know, just, with James. Yeah, yeah. And so like that part of it, like, man, how can this kid say no to that? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because I'm giving you something of how we're going to utilize you here. But I ain't mad at you if you take it and utilize where you're going, because I want you to be the best you can be. And what I'm going to show you is a breakdown that I did on you to show you how you could be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they come sit in this room with Coach Prime, with that view, yeah, <laughs> like it, it's over. It's over. How do you, you know, other than your concerns about the weather, how do you not, how do you say no to that? I, I, I truly don't know because I certainly <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> um, speaking of, you said you're a nuts and bolts football guy. Yeah. So let's talk about, let's talk about some football. All right. I want to start with Shador. Yeah. What makes him so special? All right. So let me tell you some background on, on this. Uh, Jack State guy. Love Jack State football long. Coach Prime was announced that he was coming to Jack State. That was September 21st, 2020. Just so happened that Trinity, their high school, was playing a team in Clarksdale, Clarksdale High School, about a two-hour drive from Jackson. I said, you know what? I got to go see this. Like, I want to make sure this ain't no daddy ball taking place. Mm-hmm. You know, head coach, my son's going to play. I don't care what you think, kind of thing. We've had that here, by the way. I heard. <laughs> I go up to Clarksdale. I watch this game, and I'm one quarter in, and I'm telling the guy with me, like, hey, man, you ready to ride back? He's like, man, the game's not over. He's like, I just said, I'll even see. Yeah. Like, this dude is not a five-star. Keep in mind, this is his senior high school. He's not a five-star because of his last name. Like, there was, there was somebody who said, no, no, I'm not voting for Sanders to be more than what a Sanders is. Like, the, the guy has it. And when you look at what he was able to do at Jackson State, you know, he spent that COVID season on the sideline because he graduated high school that December, so he couldn't play in that spring season. And, you know, he and Coach Prime, who happens to be his dad, would tell you, like, man, get us now. You know, because I'm telling you, you're not getting us after this. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, after this, we didn't lose a game like undefeated in the swag two years in a row. And it was because of this freshman quarterback, Shador Sanders. Like he is as advertised, uh, his his ball control, uh, his processing of the game. Uh, uh, I think there were some times he may have held the ball a little longer. And I think all quarterbacks do that because they're waiting on something to develop. Uh, and he's work has worked that out of his system. But people are going to be blown away that 
all right, well, he just didn't do that at HBC or just do that to Swack. Like, he's able to do that no matter who he's playing against because he is that dude. Mm-hmm. The haters kind of bring up the fact that, you know, going from JSU to CU, that jump from HBCU to Power 5, that maybe these players aren't ready, blah, blah, blah. Sure. What is your opinion, though, on these players moving up and level of play? Well, I will – let me take it from – separate ends. Let me deal with the haters first. I would I would encourage the haters to go back and look at Jackson State's defense the past two years and how that defense was number one in the nation, not amongst HBCU, the, uh, mid-majors, the nation. Mm-hmm. And that's the defense that Shadour Sanders practiced against every day. I will guarantee you that Jackson State's defense the past two years has been better than Colorado's defense the past two years. That, that ain't hard. Probably not like, I'm guaranteeing <laughs> probably not close. So you're dealing with a guy who every day plays against a high-caliber defense and takes a, a cerebral process to the game. Uh, to the folks who may think that the standard of football in the Swagger HBCUs is lower, there's the man. <laughs> that may think is lower. They clearly haven't watched that, that brand of football. You know, when you look at the NFL and you look at a Michael Strahan, what he accomplished, Texas Southern. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you look at what Steve McNair did from Alcorn. And you can go way back to, to Valley and Jerry Rice and back to Peyton, you know, but this is a conference that put guys in the league and still puts guys in the league. Mm-hmm. And that's where Shadow Sanders was. So when he gets here, you're going to see, like I saw in Clarksdale, Mississippi, Ain't no daddy ball. <laughs> like the, the guy that should be starting is starting. Yeah. Uh, just on Travis Hunter, then. I mean, he's amazing on the field, but off the field. <laughs> off the field. He's so entertaining, so hilarious. What's it like just kind of working with Mr. him? Mr. Personality. Yeah. And it ain't forced. You know, when you talk about Brew and uh, Kelly, that's Shadur and Travis. Shadur, totally not a quiet guy, but he comes across that way. You know, because he's quarterback, walks in the room, he's command in the room, he's not all that talkative until you really get a dog. You're going to know Travis, you know. And and part of, I think, what people get twisted on Travis is he looks at times disinterested or he looks like, you know, mm-hmm. why is he standing there dancing? <laughs> like, that's how he gets ready. Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw the guy, this is just, I mean, I'm framing this in my mind. We're standing at the 50-yard line, and it was a kind of boring moment in practice. Coaches were dealing with something else. The guy jumped in the air and turned backflips all the way into the end zone from the 50. <laughs> and when he got to, like, the two, did, like, a double and landed, and then just sprinted back to the huddle at the 50. <laughs> Out of boredom. <laughs> like, he is a freakishly good athlete. Uh, he has a command on both sides of the ball. He's going to play both sides of the ball. And he's another one. Shadur is as advertised, and I think Travis is not advertised enough. Mm. Like, he's he's greater than what you've heard. We uh, we have a, a hypothesis that he's going to be playing more wide receiver. You know, well, if you watch the workout videos, mm-hmm. that's who you see him with. Yeah, that's essentially what we're basing that yeah. off. Yeah. But <laughs> Jake's feeling that he's But here's the twist, here's the twist I give it. Um, I, I, got a, I got a little different spin on that. He's insanely gifted at both. Mm-hmm. He can roll out of bed and play corner. Mm-hmm. He's working on becoming a better receiver. And so you see his focus there because there's, a, I think, a greater upside there is what he's going to bring to the table in this offense. So he's getting that you know, command of it. Uh, but at a moment's notice, you can say, hey, try to play corner. 
and here comes a pick six if you throw it that way. It's almost like with all that energy that you mentioned, like the challenge of becoming a refined receiver is like a great thing for him to have on his plate. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's uh, the guy who just stuck his head in, is, is a genius at creating extra value. And he understands that a, a one in a generation talent like Travis Hunter deserves the opportunity to play both sides of the ball which only increases his marketability for the future in the NFL because Travis Hunter will play on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, I mean, have you seen the, the dunks in his basketball videos? He's it's incredible. Like, he's floating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's still on the way up when he dunks the yeah. ball. Yeah. Like, people dunk on the way down. He's still climbing when he dunks. And he acts like it's nothing. Like, he can jump out the gym. Uh, his 40 time, his speed, his quickness, you know, lateral movement. Uh, the one hand grabs he's done. I mean, you know, there was there was two games in Jackson State where Travis scored on both sides of the ball. Pick six and a touchdown. You know, in the bowl game that we that we end up losing, it was fourth down, fourth quarter, oh, yeah. ten seconds, and Shadur throws Travis a touchdown pass to take the game in overtime. Yep. Like <laughs> and there's another big catch on that drive. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like he can go a whole game without playing receiver going for three plays and give you that. Or he can play a whole game without playing corner, go in the game at corner and get you that. Mm -hmm. Like he, it is what it is. And you're not going to convince me, oh, well, that was just a swag. That was just, you know, Jackson State. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's throw, a five star for a reason. Throw that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> throw it that way. Yeah, watch, watch what he does. If he, if he gets his hands on the ball, he's gone. Of the guys who you haven't seen play yet, mm -hmm. who are you most excited to see out there? You know, that, that's hard for me to answer because I'm not familiar with a lot of uh, the names that were here already. And, uh, and then the other reason, in fairness, uh, as we sit here as guys who do this, we still don't know who this team is going to be this fall. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we got about 10 to 15 guys that you like, okay, I can talk to him now because I know he'll be here in August. Yeah. Uh, but the way the landscape of college football works now, I remember Jackson State, we had an impactful player drafted, turned it up at the Detroit Lions, James Houston. Yep. As we sat in Jackson this time last year, we didn't know who James Houston was. You know, he's one of those summer portal guys. Mm -hmm. So you're going to look at, if you think Coach Prime won the transfer portal earlier this year, when it gets to the end of spring ball and people start summer transfers, he's going to do it again. And so there's going to be some additions to this team that are going to be impactful. Mm -hmm. uh, that we just – I haven't talked to him. I don't know him. Yeah, yeah. But after that spring game and the visits that will take place that weekend and being the only game on TV – we coming. Yeah. You know, it's 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 gonna get better. So then that's no slight to the guys who were on this team previously and what they bring to the table, because I see a lot of them stepping it up and buying into this new culture. Yeah. You know, uh where everything is uniform, you know, not showing up with white socks when it's only black socks. And there's just attention to detail that Coach Prime demands. So there's gonna be a lot of names that people knew from the previous team, like, oh man, glad to see he stuck it out. Yeah. Uh, but there's also gonna be a bunch of guys who in America, you got a right to make your personal decision. Gonna be like, you know, I don't, I don't think this is for me. You know, uh, this is this is a different level of ball now. We've been, and I was thinking not only just guys who are here, but also some of the new guys. Like, mm -hmm. we've been, I, I've been losing my mind over Jimmy Horn lately. Like, yes. I, that dude is going to yes. go nuts. Yes, I, I can't wait to see him uh, in the return game too. Because yeah. uh, I, I think he's going to – I think that, you know, when you look up and you got a Jimmy Horn back there and a Travis Hunter at the same time. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, kick, just kick it out of bounds. Yeah, like what are you, you going to kick it to? Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, Horn, Horn is big, uh, slusher linebacker. I think there's going to be some, some impactful plays, you know, Jeremiah Brown's a guy from Jackson state, yeah. but he can fly out to edge. He's, he is going to disrupt a lot of the past game of the opponents. Yeah, he'll be a, he'll be a name to watch. Uh, it's, it's some talent out there. Oh yeah. You touched on the spring game. You're at Jackson State. I know the homecomings out there are wild. You had game day out there. It was wild too. Mm-hmm. Can you try and maybe explain what we may experience this spring game? I can't put it in words. All I tell you is like, be ready to not be ready. Yeah. Because like, you're not going to be able to get ready for this. Uh, like there will be entertainers here. Uh, not only to actually entertain, but here's just, I'm kicking it with Coach Prime, you know. Uh, there won't be an empty seat, particularly from a spring game kind of component, you know. And the fact that ESPN is the only one they're going to show live, you know, on the big network, on ESPN, not ESPN Ocho. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this is the, the top ESPN. And, and you just know, like, I, I, I don't have this in writing right now, but there is no way college game day is not coming here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, it's things like that are going to happen. But this spring game, uh, regardless of weather, regardless of how, you know, your knee feels, whatever's taking place, th- this will be the biggest spring game in college football history, not Colorado history, but college football history. This is going to be a big one. And I just love that. I think the fans have taken the challenge upon themselves to make sure this place is packed. Like, yeah. it, it, it's like a full team effort, right? It's on yeah. ESPN, got to pack the house. They're going to put on a show. And, and that's the beauty of, like, uh, coaches' belief system is, like, I don't care what role you play you know from a podcast to, to fans uh, to custodians in the building if you touch this program you have to be a winner because that's what it takes to win uh, and so the folks who are helping orchestrate uh, uh, the spring game he's been in meetings with them because he knows production mm. you know he knows how the NFL does it he knows how the NFL network does it. he knows what it's supposed to look like and he's gonna make it look like that mm-hmm. uh, and it would be something that that uh, Colorado the Pac-12 and even college college football itself has never seen no one has ever had a spring game like this one is gonna be going back to the pregame show mm-hmm. what's kind of the next step for you for the channel just here at Colorado moving forward towards the first season I mean great question because uh, I want you to answer it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I am uh, open to any and everything. You know, I I know what worked in previous markets. I know what I like to do. Uh, But one of the things I don't have is a historic knowledge of Colorado football. I can tell you everything about these coaches and players because I'm on the inside, but I can't speak about a record 20 years ago or a game. He's the man, right? Yeah, and so so I'm looking for those kind of partnerships, you know, because I think that kind of information uh, with this kind of inside information, we can talk about history and, and similar games and what this coach does and why he calls it this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm open to like, because I t- said this to you guys on the elevator. It's like, this is not a turf thing. You know, Absolutely. we're, we're going to all grow. Yeah. You know, we're going to look up midway to season and you're going to be bigger than you were two years ago. And I'm going to be bigger than I was two years ago. And we can be bigger than that together uh, because there is no drought of content around here you're dealing with Deion Sanders <laughs> like right now we're missing something <laughs> you know sorry but we're doing something yeah, you know what right, I mean? yeah. and, and they're missing us yeah. you know so it's like you don't have to worry about it just sit tight like there's sometimes when I'm at, at home in Jackson man like oh man I wish I was there for that 
Nah, I'm good. Because I know there's going to be something when I get there. Right. Like, just sit tight. Like, like, it's coming. You know, most of his celebrity guests, for instance, just using that as a barometer. It's unannounced. It's like when your buddy pulls up to your house. You know, yeah. it's just like, sometimes they tell you I'm coming by Friday. Sometimes you say, man, I was in the neighborhood. What you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And you look up and it's Lil Wayne. <laughs> you know? uh, so it, it, that kind of thing is going to be constant. That stuff is like, again... I knew Coach Pratt was going to come here and win. I knew that, you know, it was going to generate interest. I certainly didn't know how many fans he has of just himself. Yes. Like, it's not about Jackson State or Colorado. It's wherever Coach Prime is, that's where I am. I mean, that's a lot of people who are commenting on our videos every day. Yeah. Uh, I, and, I, and I think, uh, no, no, go ahead, because I'm, I'm just to get this point. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and then on top of that, it's like I, I didn't under, I didn't fully uh, grasp the cultural impact, the fact that everyone is friends with Coach Prime. Yeah. The, and the fact that it's not, I don't know, sometimes you see these like celebrity friendships that seem so fake. When someone comes in here and you got the video of it, like, that feels like it's a real yeah. relationship. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's where I was going to go. It's like the, the genuineness of it all. Like it's, it's not shallow. It's not a mile wide, an inch thick. It is a mile deep. You know, it is, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of substance to it. And I think that's one thing that this community uh, uh, can do differently than, than the greater Jackson community did is, is take advantage of that kind of thing. Is that while you have this unicorn, while you got the alien Roswell, you know, what are some things we can build now? Uh, because transitions happen in life. You know, I don't know if Deion Sanders is going to be here 5, 10, 15 years, 20 years, but we do know this one day he won't be. And, and we know he's here today. Yeah. And so while you got it, while you got the unicorn, what do we do with it? Yeah. What do we do with it? Should something happen to the unicorn? We didn't lose out on something. And I think the business community, the tourism people, uh, the, the Colorado uh, Economic Development Office, all these people outside of football need to be paying attention to the gravitational pool of Deion Sanders because there will be things coming in here that have nothing to do with football. It's just his relationship. But while you got him in Boulder or in Denver or in Colorado, hey, while you're here, mm -hmm. think about this. Yeah. While you're here, think about that. And that's so much bigger than football because his impact is bigger than football. Yeah. I mean, you're already seeing like, seems like a minor thing, but the cultural impact of like restaurants serving grits. Yes. <laughs> Which is a great thing. It is a great thing because I'm a grit eater, but I know the person who distributes grits is happy about it. Yeah, of like course. That's, that is something that changed, and that's like down here. You know, uh, I know the apparel business for Colorado is out the roof, you know, because people want to wear it now. And it's folks who've never been to college or never been to Colorado. You know, I was looking in the YouTube comments, a guy comments, hey, Uncle Neely, I need the link to go buy some gear. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida, but I need some stuff. Yeah. Like, just because of him. You know, and as I've always said, everyone looks good in black and gold. It works for me. It works for me. <laughs> I, I'm, I've, I've typically been, uh, you know, my fraternity red and white cap, but I, I, I'm rocking this black and gold. I like it. Yeah, it has a slimming effect too. It does. It does. <laughs> uh, going back to grits, I saw this question in the comments yesterday. Someone yeah. wanted to know if you put salt or sugar in your grits. Uh, neither. Oh, neither. I got into a big debate with with Hart because he's a sugar guy. Uh -huh. I'm a black pepper butter and cheese huh. yeah yeah and i even told the chef downstairs because you know they put the grits in they put a little cheese in them 
He gave the eggs. I said, okay, here's your next step. Put cheese in the eggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even Biggie talked about that. You know, Welch's grape cheese eggs. Yeah. Like you gotta, you gotta put some cheese in the eggs, man. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna bring some southern culture to this thing. Um, the pregame show. Yeah. I assume by the name, it started as simply just a pregame show. Yes. And there have been other shows called The Pre-Game Show or Pre-Game Show. And so to differentiate, uh, we put the the in it because the to us means something bigger than right. the, like it's preeminent, yep. you know. And then the is also a word that is associated with uh, with Jackson State because in the school song is the I love and you see people saying that. And so we just connected all those dots, kind of homage to JSU, but also established ourselves as preeminent. Like it's not just a pre-game show because frankly, in the world, of college football, no one had the kind of access that we have. Uh, so D was appropriate. And to this day, he, he has opened the doors, you know. Uh, come on in, man. Show them, do your thing. Show the world what we're doing here. I love it because I, we're thinking on the same lines. We have a, a podcast called The Denver Sports Podcast, <clears throat> which covers all the teams. Yeah. And my whole thought on it was it's not a Denver Sports Podcast. It's the Denver Sports Podcast. And have it's we not ever, a pre-game have show. We, it's have, the pre-game. have we ever discussed that before? Right no, now? we have not. Yeah. Like, have, have you been to my family reunion? Have I been to yours? Not yet. But yet, we're in agreement <laughs> on the usage of the word the. Yep, yeah, exactly. And you didn't go to Jackson State. I did not. Yeah. But the is what it is, man. It is. Yeah, and the's not changing for me because I think because of his access and what he allows us to do, it always is going to stay above. So we double E. Yeah. <laughs> it works. You made hundreds of videos. Which one stands out to you, or maybe a few that stand out to you as your favorite? This guy, this question. <laughs> so one of the things that happens, as you guys know, as you, as you, as you grow your broadcast, your broadcast through your podcast, you have videos that were in the early days that were outstanding, but not a lot of people saw them because you didn't have a lot of subscribers at the time. Yep. So some of my favorites are some of the way back wins, mm-hmm. you know, which I probably need to start putting those out so people can see some of his personality, you know. But one of my absolute favorites, because it's a story time uh, and something I did not know, is Coach Prime talking about being signed to Death Row Records. Hmm. Uh, and that the uh, Lady of Rage Afropuff <clears throat> beat was his beat and that Corrupt wrote his rhyme for him. And then he literally goes into the rhyme and does it. Like, and still knows it. But he, at the time, he said, you know, I was still in the league and doing a lot of stuff with Pepsi and I couldn't be like associated with Death Row Records. So we just kind of shelved it. It was like, no, that's my song. And like, he still knows the bars to it. Wow. And I'm sitting there like, Dude, you were on Death Row. <laughs> you don't know Death Row Records. How does the world not know this? Wow. Yeah, you put that out again right now. It'll go re-viral. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Uh, it's only like maybe two or three minutes long, but it's him telling the story. Like, yeah, they came to Atlanta. We worked on the beat. Dad's and corrupt. You know, they wrote my rhyme for me, and then he just went into his part. Wow. And when you play the beat with his, it's like it's perfect. <laughs> That is wild. He's amazing, man. No, and it, it, like he has, as you guys are around him more, you see he has a lot of stories we don't air. That are just as funny. Uh, but that, I think that's my number one, like, are you are you kidding me? Yeah. Like you were on Death Row Records and then you prove it with the rhyme? Yeah. Yeah. It's also cool going back, at least for me, like I'll go back and look at some of the old videos that I thought were like really great back then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I, I, 
I, I was not as good as I thought I was back then. Like, oh, yeah. I got so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love that growth, too. I do the same thing, man. I'm fist bumping on that. Because yeah. you thought you were killing it. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, look at that lighting. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, but there's a lot of good stuff out there. One of the things that I think this fan base is going to enjoy uh, is his pregame speeches. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we were allowed in the locker room covering all of those. And I, I really can't pick a favorite because they're all killer. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of spontaneous, you know. Uh, he may know where I'm going to end up with the punchline, you know, the theme for this game or this victory, but his route to get there. After Coach Hart's, you know, speech, then he comes up. Some of those have been been pretty good. And Colorado gets new theme music, which mm. I know what it is, but oh. I'm telying you, mm. I know what it is. I know the song, but it's, it's new theme music. Can you so, tell us when we might know? You know, Here's when I think you will. I think it's going to be a spring game thing. And the reason I say that is when he introduced his theme song to Jackson State the second year, it was during the spring game. All right. Yeah, because the spring game really sets the tone for the fall season. And so if it's anything like that, he introduced it at the the spring game at Jackson State. And so he already has it picked, you know, and uh, it's going to be nice. Yeah. We'll be ready. I hear the band is even working on it. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Ralphie is going to run on beat to it or not, but (laughs) the Ralphie videos I've seen, she kind of does her own thing at some point. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, she's a wild beast after all. (laughs) Like literally. Yes. Yeah. Um, you got anything else, man? I mean, this has been great. Yeah, this has been amazing. Uh, I want to make sure that anyone watching this, if you haven't already, which you probably have, but you got to subscribe to the pregame show, two E's, uh, and uh, and check it out because there's so much awesome stuff on there. And I'm excited for them to see that if they haven't yet. I'm excited for us to uh, continue to collaborate. Man, we're going to collaborate some more and then some. I've been an honor to be here. This, this ain't the f- last time. No, because we're going to get you. We'll get you down there to, to, yeah. to the bar and studio. Yeah. yeah. And then when we get the studio space created here, get you guys here more and more, you know, because I, I think I told you guys this. I knew y'all before I knew y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I was given this sheet by uh, Rick George's office of media folks. That I need to know, <laughs> you know, Thanks, and, Rick. They, and they had like this. <laughs> Mafia diagram, you know, just kind of bar <laughs> chart. It. Yeah, like, you know, okay, this guy does this, these guys do that, this guy does this. Okay. And then y'all were in that meeting, you know, in this room, mm-hmm. yep. you know, which didn't look like this, yep. you know, and here we are now. So more to come, man. Yes, sir. Can't yeah. wait. Keep it tuned here at the DMVR Sports. Um, Neely, it's been absolutely incredible, man. Can't wait to do even more content. Can't wait to see what Coach Prime brings to us uh, this season, man. Yeah, he's going to bring a lot. Like, he might walk back through the door. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Let's go, Buffs. Let's go. Go Buffs.